viewpoint and opinion shared on Jerry Unfiltered is a culmination of over 20 years of personal experiential knowledge and research into the unification of science and consciousness known as quantum morphogenetic physics, which is a paradigm-shifting, disruptive science not taught in the mainstream public educational systems. The intention of Jerry Unfiltered is simple, to awaken, to be aware, and to be able to reclaim the original, perpetual life, celestial human potential. Jerry Unfiltered. This is Jerry Rivera Duhenio, and I'm your host of Jerry Unfiltered. And we've been doing a series, the Disruptive Disclosure Series, for the past few episodes. And today we are going to discuss something that's really important, I feel, and uh, that is the organic manifestation and materialization process okay that's a a bit of a mouthful i call it the organic m2 or m squared process okay now ask yourself what if you really had the power of manifestation given back to you right now what would you do where would you go what would you create or manifest in your life, right? But everyone eventually will reach a point, just say if you could manifest anything in your life, there'd come a point where you would come to a crossroad and you would have to come to a decision whether or not material wealth you know, D3 abundance is what you're after, or is it the ex- expansion of consciousness or consciousness coherence? Now, most people don't realize that they're constantly manifesting all the time. Now, let's define manifestation because everyone's got this twisted because you can manifest till the stars burn out but it doesn't mean you can materialize that which you want to manifest because manifesting simply means intention, okay? The road to hell is paved with souls with good intentions. Are you with me? But if you want to reclaim your ability to materialize, you need to move from the light body, which manifestation is all about uh, utilizing the light body and you have to be able to take energy or consciousness 
and create it into physical matter, which is materialization. Now, most people are constantly using intention. They're constantly manifesting, right? But most people are not manifesting with any control over that process, okay? Another way you can get really powerful in manifesting is by being one of those misled sheeple who engage in reverse spin finite life Merkaba techniques or technologies or reverse spin finite life manifestation techniques, okay? And they, some know the difference, but most don't know the difference. And we'll get into that a little later on this episode. You know, using these, let's say, finite life reverse spin manifestation techniques, you'll get some manifestation power back. But eventually, those techniques will eat you alive and will take you down a black hole fall. For a while, you'll feel great. You know, you'll have a good time, maybe get rich, maybe get famous, pretending that you're actually somebody important. (laughs) But in reality, when you use anything that has to do with finite life techniques, reverse spin base 10 technologies or mathematics, you know, any type of creation that you create is a finite creation because eventually your creation will devour you. So wouldn't it be better to learn or remember the natural organic manifestation and materialization process? And this is what we call eternal life manifestation and materialization because it is utilized by perpetual life races in uh, higher evolved cultures. And once we regain our natural perpetual materialization abilities, what would be more important? Would it be having a million dollars and attaining material D3 wealth or being able to consciously heal your body or Wouldn't it be cool if you could just bilocate your physical body to Fiji when you want to go surfing or, you know, frolic in the the exotic warm waters of Fiji? So remember, there's a saying, with great power comes even greater responsibility. And there is a massive level of responsibility that comes with reclaiming the ability for materialization okay we're beyond manifestation now we're focusing on taking uh, thought or intention and turning it into physical matter you know if you're in a space saying to yourself well is that good or is it not good is is that what i want or do i really want that you need to surrender I I usually call it going vertical, okay? Go vertical with your higher aspects of conscious identity, meaning your D12 avatar or your D15 Rishi level of consciousness. These are massive levels of you, no one else but you, 
stationed at the higher oscillating dimensional spheres. Now, let's think about, for example, wanting or desiring, let's say, a house or a boat or a car, okay? Think of a house that you want or a car or a boat and imagine if that car or house will find you. You know, you say, you keep saying, I want that house, I want that car. Oh, really? You really, really need to be specific because if a house was going to find you or come to you, you better be specific about how you want that house. Otherwise, you can end up underneath that house or that car. Are you with me? So we must be detailed. I'm talking about specifically, you know, knowing the details when we're thinking about what we are, we're desiring to create because we will set that into motion with these organic processes I'm going to share with you. Because So this is no, this is not a joke, okay? There are, if you want a joke, go to other like, manifestation mind power of the mind millionaire mind you know go to um tony robbins you know seminars because he'll teach you finite life manifestation te techniques that he doesn't even know what he's doing okay so we are now progressively focused on self-healing our bodies okay so in order to do that, you must learn the organic manifestation and materialization techniques. Now, did you ever ask yourself, in, if you've taken all these millionaire mind, power of the mind, the secret, you know, Tony Robbins, you ever, you ever wonder or have they ever even taught you how matter is formed? Hmm? Ask yourself that. Because I know many of you out there may or may not have attended these, you know, get wealthy or get rich seminars. But if these clowns are not even sharing with you how consciousness turns into matter, all they're doing is taking your fucking money, okay? So one must understand how physical matter is formed in order to heal oneself or to become a being of manifestation, but more importantly, materialization. We must become masters of materialization and you must understand how matter forms. So, the first step is the power of thought because thought is scalar energy in nature. Thought is a scalar energy infrasound pattern, okay? Now, we right now exist in what's known as the outer domains or the outer sphere, which is made up of particles that are in a clockwise electrical spin, okay? This is the core template upon which the manifestation blueprint is built upon. Conversely, 
thought, which, like I said, is scalar energy, is a light vapor pattern on our outer domain sphere counterclockwise magnetic spin side. So it's important to understand this. You may be saying, well, Jerry, who, who the hell gives a shit about these spins? Well, you better. Because if you want to become a being of eternal life materialization, you need to understand this. You need to understand that the particles that we are made of, the matrix that we live in, that we are currently residing in, has a clockwise electrical spin side. That means that is why thought is very powerful because thought is scalar energy, but it tends to be more on the electrical vector side. Are you with me? Whereas there is a counterclockwise magnetic spin, okay, that are outer sphere domain on the other side spins on that magnetic spin side. So one must be able to not only observe, but access from the outer sphere counterclockwise magnetic spin size. Now this, what would this do? Well, this would enable you to read sound patterns as, as light and vice versa. Are you with me? So you can begin to work healing from that space. And not for just for healing, you can do materialization, all right? But you may not understand a word I'm saying, but listen to the energy, feel the energy behind my words. And in that, you will feel my intention and truth. Now, like I said, we currently exist in an outer domain sphere in which the particles have a clockwise electrical spin. Now, it is possible to heal and transmute substance or matter from the other side, meaning the outer sphere counterclockwise magnetic spin. So things you cannot hear here, but you can see from the outer sphere counterclockwise magnetic spin side. Now, this is the strongest level of healing and materialization. These are advanced stages of quantum morphogenetic healing. And this has to do with hydroacoustic healing technologies. Hydroacoustic healing technologies, or I call HA, H-A-H, technologies. Hydroacoustic healing technologies integrates manifesting and uh, materializing. It, it integrates it together because healing is one thing. But if you can materialize, you can also materialize healing too. Now, I'm going to briefly touch upon the secrets of water because water is key here. Um, we must heal the water in our bodies. Then the water will help heal us. 
there is a direct creation of your materialized reality and is one of the many organic attributes of perpetual eternal life creation. It is a gift originally given to all creation upon its first individuation from the source consciousness field. We have the biogenetic capability to free ourselves, to manifest and materialize, to heal at will. But all of these processes are dependent upon a successful hydrolase conversion process. Now, I will explain what that is shortly, but we all lost this ability due to specific environmental mutations and conditions pertaining mostly to the waters in our body and the waters on the planet, also including the moon and the polar ice caps, okay? Now, what is hydrolase? A few podcasts back, I talked about the organic, perpetual, eternal life water, which is hydrolase. In D3, it is the formula is H2O2HE3. And in D2, it's O2H2N3. This is organic, conscious, living water, atomic matter. That is the hydroacoustic compound element of which our 144 organic living elements are composed. Now, hydroacoustic meaning water matter base. Hydrolase originates as a pre-substance compound, okay? It's a pre-substance uh, pre compound in dimension three, but later transforms into an atomic substance in dimension two. So hydrolase as a pre-substance compound, check this out, consists of prana. You've all heard of prana. But did you know that prana carries joules, meaning units of stored heat? And prana splits into two forms. There's prana with a positive charge, clockwise rotation with two-thirds of its quantum uh, as two-thirds quantum, but is missing an electron. And then you have prana negative charge, which is a counterclockwise rotation, has one-third quantum energy, and is missing a proton. Now, hydrolase con conversion or transfiguration, what is it? It is part of the natural organic breatharian anatomy, and it is the process of introducing a neutron into a hydrogen atom. However, this does not occur naturally here because we live in a finite life black hole system known as the Milky Way quarantine uh, black hole system. For there is no neutron within any hydrogen atom found anywhere in this finite life galaxy. Are you with me? So the principle behind hydrolase conversion is that in an eternal life galaxy system, planet, or living being, there exists a neutron within the hydrogen atom, and it's called the neutron aperture. 
Now, it is through this neutron aperture or window, a perpetual life being transmutes back into light particles, moving their consciousness inward through the neutron aperture of their hydrogen atom. As a result, eternal life breatharians respiritualize the physical matter through frequency. Now, this is a process that is not taught in public sector university educational systems, okay? And that's just criminal. It is an egregious crime that we have not been taught this. So, now let's get to the moon. And look, I'm not out to piss anybody off or offend anybody. But let's get one thing straight. The moon is an inorganic, meaning a not natural construct that was intentionally placed where it is at its specific current angle and speed 432 million years ago. And the moon is part of what's known as the blank slate technology or the beast technology. Now, if you don't believe me, why don't you do a little due diligence and research for all you moon worshipers out there that are probably losing their fucking minds right now saying, well, Jerry, what the hell are you talking about? Because, you know, we, we go on the moon cycle, we do these moon meditations and, and everything. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? However, you're meditating to a inorganic fake construct. That's all. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not hating. So if you want to do your due diligence, why don't you look up the Dogon tribe of Africa, okay? The Dogons. And this is, or this is a aboriginal native tribe of Africa. And they talked about, and they write this in their writings, the time before the moon. What the hell? Actually, the Dogons chronicled, they wrote about a time before the moon. That means there is no flipping moon in the sky. Are you with me? So, how the hell did the moon get there? Right? That's the question that people should be asking. Because you have to understand the moon's gravity or the moon's morphogenetic field directs the ocean tides. The moon's position was placed here on purpose. Because if you can affect the water on the planet, you can affect the water in beings. And water is very, very important because that is how consciousness binds. That's how our consciousness tethers to our physical body. It is through the water. And it's not by coincidence that we are not just 70 to 75% water weight. We are 98.9% water molecules. So, the moon is part and was put here 
by a digressed race known as the white dragon groups, okay? And part of the white dragon murder of the planet, meaning Earth plan, was to position this so that the moon's morphogenetic fields or the moon's gravity dictates the wave momentum of Earth's ocean tides. Now, planetary bodies, like human bodies, have their own equivalent holographic projection cycle because humans are projectors of their own reality, okay? We are living in a holographic um, projection. So this is the same as what's known as the translation or conversion cycle. Both translation cycle is a pre-source particle and the manifestation transduction sequence cycle that is after the source particle is born. You know, people talk about the guard particle. Well, they have it all wrong. The guard particle is nowhere near the first particle which came out of manifest creation. It's known as the source particle. And when you put two together, it becomes the holographic projection cycle. So planetary bodies like human bodies have their own equivalent holographic projection cycle following the eternal cosmic blueprint of this transduction sequence. Now, in human bodies, our fluids carry what's known as the second state or the second presubstance state liquid gas called emotion, as well as a hot liquid gas vapor ether known as notion. And I will get into this because the endoplasmic spark currents that utilize the blood and water systems of the body and which are essential in converting the third pre-substance stage, the bioelectrical impulse of thought into the fourth and fifth state, hydroendoplasmic hydrolase conversion into a hydro substance or idea and idea crystallization. So can you imagine if emotion is carried within the fluids of the human body, emotion and notion, and I'm going to get into this and differentiate this, and you can actually affect the waters in the human body, then you can start manipulating humans' emotions. Are you guys with me? So, you know, the planetary body of Earth works in a similar way. Earth's oceans, rivers, streams, and underground aquifers are her body fluids or waters. Earth's lava, you know, the liquid rock, molten rock, is Earth's blood. And both are essential to the planetary hydrolase conversion process by which our planet remains alive. However, whether you want to believe this or not, Earth is nearly dead already as far as, as her physical atomic body matter. However, her embodied spirit is still alive. But Earth needs assistance. Now, 
Let's talk about the moon-earth-tide relationship for a moment. Because the moon-earth-tide relationship was set by these white dragons to cause a specific effect. This back-and-forth sway and slosh of tides that surfers love to catch causes molecules of water, H2O, liquid gas or water, to rapidly reverse spin daily. This inorganic, inorganic tide timing, this sloshing, this back and forth of the, of the waters causes the endoplasmic spark currents that ride upon the water molecules to move forward, then reverse back in on themselves, creating an unnatural repeating loop within the planetary translation sequence process. As the tides flow, certain mechanic technologies literally drain off the inorganic static electric charge that is created within the etheric body of the water molecules as they slosh through these perpetual reversals. Okay, I know that was a mouthful, but really feel into what I just said. Okay, this back and forth of the tide, the crashing of the tide and reversing of the tide, the sloshing is a very dangerous energetic vampiring of electric charge that is created within the etheric body of the water molecules. So, this is, a, this is a form of perpetual morphogenetic reversals. Now, for all you water aficionados out there, there are pseudo-water purifier ionizer technologies that were brought out for mass consumption. And when the water molecules have been treated in this water purifier ionizer way, they, meaning the water molecules, become programmed to carry a false reverse encryption similar to what happens in the ocean tides. Pseudo-water purifying ionizing technologies are death science technologies, meaning they utilize a base 10 mathematics and algorithm and encryption to create their technologies. When water molecules are treated this way, they become programmed to carry and enhance the finite life Fibonacci encryption. And I've gone over in many podcasts prior how I feel about the finite life Fib of no Chi encryption. Now, remember, water speaks. It communicates to water vibrationally. So this reversal becomes passed on and spread throughout all the waters on the planet, including the body waters of plants and animals. Now, these white dragon races, these are, let's just say, 
you've heard of the Illuminati here on planet. Think of them as the elder Illuminati collective that controls the Illuminati's on planet Earth. Well, these white dragon collectives have expedited their water program in hopes of advancing this kill encryption, this plate crack encryption, plate crack encryption to prevent the eternal life. Remember I talked about the counterclockwise outer sphere magnetic spin? Well, this encryption prevents this spin host shield activation by which the plates, meaning the Earth's plates, the tectonic plates, can be held together for another 210 years. Now, the, these white dragon collectives intend to further increase, increase the slosh rate within the mantle aquifers and in the oceans in hopes of generating further mantle heat needed to trigger specific directed volcanic inner earthquakes. And wouldn't you know, if you, if you just want to take a look and just track how many flipping inner quakes we are having, okay, earthquakes the planet is having, you can see that these white dragons are really up to no good. And this has been slowly progressively done for the past 87 or you know around 87 years since 1933 when the zetas those little green men entered a treaty with some of earth's governments now progressive movements of increasing mantle aquifer slush rate over the last 42 years is the real reason Earth's ice caps are melting at an unnatural rate because it's generating heat in the mantle. It has nothing to do with what these bullshit liberals are talking about with, you know, the environment, you know, this whole uh, greenhouse warming effect. They're full of shit. They don't know what they're talking about. And if they understood the real reason why, you know, the heating of the earth uh, earth's mantle and the melting of the ice caps you know they would probably still not change their tune because they probably wouldn't believe what we were sharing but you know what screw them so the reason why water is such a powerful elemental force okay is because of its organic crystalline structure which allows it to hold massive amounts of encryption patterns like our consciousness and water is the most consciously evolved elemental force energy identity in the manifest material universe so eventually we're going to be creating a specialized group grid keepers team for assisting and helping you know earth's uh, spirit energy to plant the seed vision within Earth's morphogenetic fields uh, to help Earth. So uh, we will let you know. And uh, Earth's water logos is a part of uh, Earth's elemental spirit body identity that governs elemental flow. So it's not just the waters, it's also the lavas. All right? So 
wow, you know, uh, I can always go off on these rants <laughs> and forgive me, but, uh, you know, we're, we're going to bring it back to, you know, uh, how we regain or reclaim our organic, let's say, ability to consciously materialize things. But first, we must talk about the eternal source consciousness field. This is the energy identity of the eternal source field that cannot be created or destroyed. All right, It simply changes form through imbuing portions of itself into and returning from the manifest state. Now imagine this massive, endless, eternal, infinite source consciousness field which from which all creation exists and begins and this infinite source consciousness field obviously is made up of consciousness but then let's define consciousness because nobody ever even attempts to talk about consciousness or define consciousness Okay, they just say, oh, consciousness is energy and energy is consciousness. Okay, well, let's set the foundation and definition because consciousness exists as an unquantifiable ether that's E th U R, not E R, U R, ether, pre substance energy cloud of information. So, you know how, you know, Tesla talked about the ether. Yeah, there are, you know, the, the, the Chinese talk about the five elements, right? But ether is a pre-substance energy cloud of information. It is infinite and without boundaries. And it converts portions of its energy identity, meaning the source consciousness field, which is an ether pre-substance energy cloud of information, it converts itself into the electromagnetic geodesic radiation source particle. Remember I talked about that first particle that was birthed out of creation? This is the first substance it is the first substance from which all other substances and identities manifest. So it is so important to understand that the source consciousness field is eternally living. It's an intelligent conscious identity of consciousness of eternal spirit. People talk about spirit like they think they know spirit. Oh man, you got a great spirit, dude. But they, you know, if you ask them what spirit, oh, it's love, it's, okay, whatever. When, we, when we're talking about spirit in our realm, in our podcast, in our sphere of influence, we're talking about an eternal ether pre-substance energy cloud of information. Now, remember I talked about, I've shared many times on, on podcasts about my, near-death experience of my transfer of consciousness experience, right? I don't like calling it near-death because it's an erroneous terminology. Remember how I just told you 
consciousness simply changes form. Source consciousness cannot be created or destroyed. It simply changes form through imbuing portions of itself into and returning from manifestation state. Well, when I went through that transfer of consciousness experience, I literally got uploaded to what I call a cloud. And that cloud of information is the ether pre-substance energy cloud of information. That is where I was able to download or bring back with me the electro scalar electromagnetic geodesic radiation data package that contained the blueprints of the Russia technology. Are you with me? Now, eternal spirit, which is ether pre-substance energy cloud of consciousness information, eternal spirit has the attributes of infinite power, free will choice, divine compassion, and absolute love okay so yeah chew on that for a little bit <laughs> because you must remember the source consciousness field if you want to reclaim your ability to materialize because you will never be able to materialize or be be able to reclaim that ability of organic manifestation and materialization. If you do not co-create with the source consciousness field, are you with me? Now, this unquantifiable, limitless, first eternal source consciousness field of living eternal source ether consciousness serves as the original first source energy of all manifest creation. And all of manifest creation resides within this source consciousness field, if you will, or sphere. Now, the source consciousness field perpetually, there's, there, there wasn't just one creation and it stopped. The first creation process is perpetual. It is eternal. It never stops. Now, source consciousness field perpetually seeds what's known. You know, you, people talk about the manifestation, the, uh, the, the manifest side of creation. Well, it is a sphere. It is a creation sphere made up of eternal spirit energy, dark matter energy, light and physical matter. So we call it spirit, dark, light, matter. And we exist within that spirit, dark, light, matter creation sphere, which is an infrasound, hydroacoustic, member water matter base, body. We live in the cosmoses, and these cosmoses exist within the spirit, dark, light, matter, creation sphere. And remember, source consciousness field is composed of that unquantifiable, limitless quantum of first 
the first pre-substance state called ether. That is the first pre-substance state of consciousness, right? Now, I know that is a lot to chew on. <laughs> and now that I've talked about that, I want to go into, how much time do I have left here? Oh, we're already at, okay. Let me go into the stages of evolution of consciousness to matter. And this will roll into the organic materialization, uh, manifestation materialization process. So conscious energy or consciousness turns to five pre-substance states, okay? Ether, consciousness, is pulsated from the source consciousness field. And remember, it progresses through the center of that dark, that spirit, dark, light, matter body. Okay? So it's very important. And there, there's a sequence called the conversion energy conduit system of, uh, of which it begins this conversion sequence. Now, let us go really first through the first five pre-substance conscious plasms conversion sequence. This is the pre-source particle creation born of ether consciousness conversion within the personal, planetary, and solar atomic body. So the elemental protoplasm, not plasma, Plasm, plasm means pre-substance. Plasma means substance. So the first pre-substance stage, and it's the first plasm, is feeling. Now, feeling is made up of cool, crystalline ether. All right? Feeling is the same as desire. The second pre-substance stage is, and it's the endoplasm too, is emotion or electromagnetic energy and motion. This is warm liquid ether. Now emotion in this uh, pre-substance stage too turns into what's known as notion which is a heated liquid vapor. The third pre-substance stage, or stage three, is a thermoplasm. And this is electrified, remember that, electrified heated vapor ether, which is thought or thought clouds. The fourth pre-substance stage is hydroplasm, and this is a liquid gel known as idea or the idea gel. And the fifth pre-substance stage is an ectoplasm and it is an ethereal string or crystallized ether that is known as the idea crystal. Okay, so why did I share that with you? Because those 
five states of pre-substance, feeling, emotion, notion, thought, idea, and idea seed crystal are part of the organic manifestation and materialization process. So close your eyes and just right now, in your thymus area, which is the top of your breastbone, breast, you know, breastplate, that's where the thymus gland is, I want you to put the feeling of whatever it is that you want to materialize, okay? The feeling. The feeling of already having that which you want to materialize. So take a deep inhale, and on the exhale, send that feeling of that which you want to materialize, to your coccyx, your tailbone, on the exhale, breathe naturally, and that feeling turns into emotion, or that energy, that electromagnetic energy in motion. And from there, that emotion turns into notion. Now, take a deep inhale. On the exhale, send that notion to your spleen, which is on the left side, just below your rib, left rib area. And at the spleen, that emotion notion turns into thought. Have the thought, which remember is a scalar energy. So that thought of that which you want to materialize. Now, take a deep inhale. On the exhale, send that thought of that which you want to create to your fontanelle, which is just to the rear of your head, your skull. There, the thought turns into the idea of that which you want to create. And the idea remember is that fourth stage of pre-substance, it's a gel, it's a hydro gel. And from there, take a deep inhale and stay in the fontanelle area. And that idea crystallizes into that fifth stage of pre-substance. As the thought cloud cools, this gels to become idea and it reaches quantum expansion. And as that thought gels into idea, that idea gels into a liquid hydrogel idea cloud. And this becomes, eventually becomes solid ether, it crystallizes. And this element five, this first manifest substance, this is the first source particle unit, hydros. So, you can open your eyes if it wasn't open. And yeah, that is the organic manifestation and materialization process. You know, um, not many people know this process, especially the finite life materialization kings and queens out there. And it's okay, it's not their fault. They were 
not taught or they weren't able to access this information where everyone should. So, um, yeah, that is um, the organic manifestation materialization process. Uh, that will be it for this uh, podcast. Uh, I want to try to save other uh, information for later. But if you have any questions, feel free to email me at drjerry, D-R-G-J-E-R-E at therasha.com. And I will answer uh, your email questions at some point in this century. No, I'm just kidding. And uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's really important to keep an open mind, leave your expectations, leave your belief systems, um, let's say home <laughs> or at the door when you're listening to our podcast, because it's all about sharing information that we weren't taught right in school. We weren't taught base 12 uh mathematics we weren't taught organic conscious manifestation and materialization we weren't taught what source consciousness field is we weren't taught what uh consciousness is we weren't taught so much that uh you know it's you know i just would leave all your beliefs and knowledge you know somewhere else when you when we're engaging in, in this podcast because it's a real opportunity for you to reclaim what you were originally created to be and that's a organic eternal life celestial human potential being okay so that's it for this episode uh, like i say every episode you know truth is absolutely stranger than fiction but wouldn't you rather live your life in truth than a lie Take care, and we will talk to you uh, very shortly and very soon. Take care and source bless.